When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. Excited to be with you again. Thanks for joining me today on a podcast episode. Today, I bring back a previous guest that I've had, Luis, Luis Duque of Engineer of Future. Uh, he jumps on, has a very popular podcast um, that uh, details basically anything to help engineers on their on their own journey in life. And uh, he created a nice PE course that complements those that are getting started to prepare for the PE exam, giving you the tips and tools and resources to help get you started, uh, including talking about our own tools, uh, civilengineeringacademy.com, as well as the courses that we have to help people, uh, more of the technical side of things. So I bring him on. We talk about uh, his journey into taking the civil PE exam. Uh, We also talk a lot of tips related to taking the PE exam, uh, how long to study for the PE exam, um, and really the motivation uh, on why to take the PE exam in the first place. So uh, we talk uh, in detail about his course that he's releasing. We even offer you a special discount code and coupon for the course if you are interested in upping your game as you're preparing for the PE exam. So had a good time, and I think you're really going to enjoy this episode, and it's going to be coming up right after this. All right. What is going on, Luis? Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. I'm excited that you've jumped back on to uh, share some of your wisdom. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm very excited to be here again. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. So um, one of the things I wanted to connect with you is uh, you've been publishing a lot of material about the PE exam and your journey, uh, even the uh, course that you've helped come up with. But I, before I kind of dive into those kind of questions and, and pick your brain about that stuff, maybe you could share with us a little bit uh, a background about your own PE journey and what that was like for you, the mindset that you had, you know, going into the exam and, th- you know, and the struggle, I guess. So tell us yeah, a little bit about that. It's been a year, almost to the day, when I found out that I passed the PE exam. So that's obviously a, a big moment in every engineer's career. And preparing for the exam wasn't really easy just because of COVID. There was a lot of courses that I could just attend. I tried to attend the AAC course. Um, there's definitely a lot of courses online, but at the time, it didn't seem, seem to work out well for me. So I, I just decided to go through this journey by myself. I, I felt like I was confident in just studying by myself. I had resources and, and concepts and study techniques that I have been working on for a little while. I really enjoyed reading and researching deep work and, and recall and, and space repetition, all these techniques that are really important to learn material like the one we need to do for the PE. So I studied for about four months, uh, spaced it out to to make sure I wasn't going too hard at the beginning and I was going to burn out really early on. And I just took my time, took a lot of practice exams, a lot of practice problems, studied the material, did my own summaries, um, and and got all this information that helped me eventually take the exam 
I felt okay during the exam. I, I don't think I was super confident, but obviously I passed the exam and, and everything went well. So I just wanted to create a lot. I've, I've done a lot of content around the P exam, which has been great. I've had during the podcast, I've had all the people that have passed the exam. Some people that haven't passed the exam, I wrote articles about the new format. I wrote articles about my own journey through passing the exam. So it's, it's been a topic that has been really present on my mind for the past year that I passed the exam. So I'm basically taking all of this information, all the things that I learned doing that, and I'm just going to put it together into a course where people can access it. But the most important part is that we're going to be access to a, an accountability group that's going to help them study and prepare for the exam. And this course is just intended to give you the tools, study techniques, help you figure out how you learn, what are the best study techniques for your learning style, and then create a plan to tackle the exam, which I'm, I'm sure you know about. It. It's hard and it's, mm-hmm. it's long and complicated. So it's something that I'm trying to facilitate and something that hopefully a lot of people um, see the value in it because there's a lot of information that it's hard to gather when you are just entering this journey by yourself. Yeah, it totally is. I, I agree with you for sure. Um, and many people have, you know, their own, everyone's got their own journey to get there, try to become a for, for professional engineer. So um, I like it. So um, I noticed that um, some people lose their motivation sometimes, or sometimes the, maybe their goals aren't strong enough to uh, earn the PE license, but what in your opinion um, I guess, could an engineer do to know the value of getting that license so that they can, they can keep going, uh, whether they have taken the exam and failed it or whether they just haven't taken it or have been motivated to do it. So what are your thoughts around that? I mean, I think there's a lot of value in just the license in general. I mean, just talking about simple things like you will be able to earn more, you're able to stamp drawings and have your own design. Uh, I think you immediately become more valuable to any of the companies. And, and it's a process that not only, in my opinion, helps you get this license that it's important for your career and everything, but I think already makes you a great engineer. You have to review a lot of material. You have to learn a lot of stuff during the process. And I, I mean, my first video related to the P exam was just talking about that process and how Simply studying, preparing, putting the effort to 300 hours of, of studying and preparing already made me a better engineer. So if you're a young engineer, you're on the fence about taking the exam, don't even think about the benefits of the P license. I think you think about the benefits of going through the process mm. of studying for the exam that is going to make you a better engineer. It's going to bring more value to the company. They're going to give you a raise. They're going to give you a promotion. And obviously, if you get the P license, eventually, that's going to combine all of these things and, and really enhance your career at the end of the day. I like it. So um, I guess the point there is to enjoy the journey. And uh, to be honest with p- people, like when I was studying for the PE exam, you actually, uh, believe it or not, get to a point when you get back to that homework and study mode that you might even enjoy, you know, solving problems at some point. When things start clicking, it's like, hey, you know, I'm catching on to this. And uh, this is fun. Like stuff starts firing and clicking and making sense. So, uh, right. Like and not only during studying for example, I think even after you are done preparing for the exam, you take it, you go back to work, and you see a problem that you now know how to solve because you went through studying for the exam and you went through that process of learning this new material that maybe you forgot or was taught different at the university. Now you know how to design a beam, a column 
with some uh, weird loading or something that you found when you were setting up the exam. So now you have a better understanding of the technical concepts just because you were studying for that. I like it. And uh, what depth section did you take? Structural. Structural. And uh, so there's a lot of codes associated with that and such. Mm -hmm. um, uh, with your course, do you touch on anything related to people's depth exams? Or I, I guess, could you give us a couple highlights of what you've got in the course to help people? Right. So the course is basically split in three different modules. So module one is mostly giving you my experience taking the exam. I have someone that recently took the CBT-based exam and is giving her experience on the process and how the exam changed. Um, obviously, I'm going to start giving you the resources and the places you can go to access material, some of my own articles and blog posts, some of the courses that you offer, some of the courses that other people offer giving people the options and, and seeing what's out there to really prepare for this exam. Um, giving my experience will help them see what my journey was, seeing that it may be hard at times, but there's always an option. There's always a plan that can be created to accomplish this really tough task. And then we move to module two, and this is where I think the good stuff begins. We start talking about how do you learn? How, what are your, your best learning style if you're a, a someone that loves reading or writing, you're someone that loves having visuals, someone that likes to teach, then we apply those learning styles into an actual study strategy. So we go into some science-based um, study techniques that are proven to help you learn faster, help you learn better, better. And I think ultimately just help you learn in a way that maybe you haven't done it in the past, mm. retain the material better and honestly, just help you later on in your career because now you understand these a lot better than you did before. We touch on time management tips. As engineers, we're really busy. We have limited time. When I was going to the exam, I had two children at home. Life was busy. I was mm -hmm. doing the podcast. I was working. There was a lot of things going on around me, so I needed to maximize the time. So I touch on, on some time management techniques that are, are really powerful. They're going to save people a lot of time to put into the things that really matter. And then on the last module, we create a plan to go through this process. So we talk about when to study, um, how to study. We create a solid three or four month plan to help everyone look at the topics they have to study, which ones do you feel more confident on, which ones you need to start studying more, which ones you may need to just touch a little bit and just solve some problems and help them create that plan that ultimately is going to prepare them the best way to get to the exam. I love it. That sounds good. Like good stuff. I like it. So you mentioned um, a scientific-based way to study. Could mm -hmm. you maybe touch on maybe one one thing that you've learned as you have researched a scientific-based way to study? Because I, I don't think most engineers even know what that might mean. You know, they just start plugging and chugging and opening a book and start going to town. So what do you right. mean by a scientific-based way of studying? So, I mean, I think we, we have all gone to school. And one of the most common ways to study is you open your textbook and you start reading what the textbook says. You may highlight some things, do some summary of the topics, and you finish a chapter. And maybe you are going back and rereading the thing, trying to figure out what's what's going on, try to figure out if you are really understanding the the concepts. You may practice some problems to test yourself, and most people just leave it at that. And that's what I did in college. That's all I did in college. And again, it works 
but you're not maximizing that time you're using to learn the material. So one of the techniques that are, are scientifically proven to increase your retention of the material, help you learn better, there's a lot of papers on this, is active recall. So you look at the material and instead of just reading, you are actually trying to engage with the material by retrieving information from your brain. So let's say you're studying for your structural depth portion, concrete, um, concrete beams. Instead of just going to that chapter and start reading all the concepts, you start writing a list of questions that you think will get, help your mind retrieve the information from, from your brain. Mm-hmm. And it may sound weird, but like we learn more by trying to take stuff out of your brain than trying to start, start putting stuff into your brain. So we read the question, you say, I, I don't know this one, then you may move to the, to the red zone where you save it for later. But then you start going through all these questions, you start starting to get that information out of your brain. And by doing that, you're teaching your brain to get that information out of it and, and really get those concepts nailed down and ultimately just learn a lot faster. Hmm, that's great. I could also see by learning that way, um, you probably would score or do better on like these the theory type questions where mm-hmm. uh, you need to understand the concepts and use engineering judgment to help solve those things. And there's quite a few of those on the exam. It's always a surprise to people how many uh, problems there are on there uh, that, that are just, you got to reason out, you know? Right. And I think also very important is, uh, I mean, you, when you took the exam, you probably realized this, when you're answering one question, sometimes you need to know information from different aspects of that design. So by really understanding how all of these comps are, are connected with each other, you can read the question and say, okay, this question relates to this code and this section, and I need to consider these variables, then I can answer this specific question. And you need to really retrieve information from various aspects of the design, not just what they're asking you in front of you. I like it. Um, one of the common questions that I see that uh, students have is uh, they always ask which depth section to take. Do you have any advice around that for students looking to take this relatively soon? Yeah, I mean, I think there is, for some people, is an easy answer. For example, in my case, I work in residential construction. Now I work on bridges. So the structural depth portion, it's kind of the clear option here. Like there's, I could do transportation maybe, I could do construction, but structural is kind of what we specialize in. A lot of companies will really teach you that or tell you that, that this is what we do. This is that portion that most of the employees take, and that's a great way to just figure out that's really the path you want to take. I know other people in Bridge Engineer, for example, Danny, who's been here on the podcast a few times, she took the transportation depth portion, and obviously it's not the same as structures, mm-hmm. but she is more leaning towards transportation in her field, even though she works on a lot of bridges and is a structural engineer and does a lot of structural design, her their portion was transportation just because that's what she does a lot and she thought it was going to be more beneficial for her future at the end of the day. So just knowing what you're doing right now, I think is the first step, asking around in the company what people have taken in the past and just looking what you want to do with your career. There's, again, a fine line between structures, transportation, construction, and then you have all the other ones that um, may not be related with each other. But if you understand what you're doing, where you want to go with your career, then you can take that step and decide which depth depth, um, section to take. Makes sense. Good advice. Um, What, uh, and I guess a follow-up question is, um, 
how many hours do you think or or months do you think on average people should be taking or preparing for this and maybe touch on um if you've not been in the industry for a while um i've interviewed people that are uh maybe mothers that have come back to the industry or even people that have um you know, just haven't taken the PE or have come from another country and need to take it, but they just kind of been out of the school mode for many, many years. So what are your thoughts around how many hours that people should be putting into this? Yeah. And, and I think even over the amount of hours you need to study, I think I, I like to think of just months before because mm-hmm. you could be studying a month before the exam and you could be cramming 300 hours in that month and it's going to be hell and you're not going to learn anything <laughs> but if you think of five maybe even six months with that same number of hours that's more manageable so you study maybe one or two hours a day you may study a saturday you may study um on, on after work for more time I, I found that the sweet spot for me was four months that's when i started started studying for the exam just early january i took it at the end of april and i thought that was great i started with one hour a day for a week or two. And we go a lot about these on the course as well. And the science behind the, the importance of spacing that time as much as possible, honestly. So you have time for reviewing and recalling all this material, really learning what, what you're doing and getting into the exam. I, I was doing a lot more exams, a lot more exam problems and, and just kind of getting into that test mode that is super mm. important. So I think between that two to 300 hours was the range that I was in, maybe closer to 300, but I spaced it longer than probably most people have. That makes sense. Yeah, I am all for giving yourself a long runway to get through this thing. I, I hate to see people cramming for it. There's last no second, rush. But <laughs> some do and, you know, yeah, maybe it works, but not for most people. <laughs> so, right. Uh, good points. Um, well, I, I think uh, one of the interesting things that states are doing, individual states are doing, is they're separating the the exam from the actual experience requirement that is required. And it does vary state to state on who's doing this. Um, but is in your experience and what you've gone through, uh, would you recommend people taking this exam as soon as possible or waiting till they gathered the experience to take it because that's when they can really get it anyway. So do you have any thoughts around that? I have a couple of thoughts. So there's states that let you take it basically immediately after you graduate. And there's states that let you take it two to three years. So maybe like in between graduating and when most states before year range that we have like all heard about. Mm-hmm. If you, I recommend if you are a student that got good grades, really understand the material the stuff that they show on the PE exam, at least uh, from my perspective in the structural area, wasn't that much complicated or that much different from what I learned in school. There were a few things that I've learned, some tricks to calculate, maybe some beam forces faster than, than what we thought in school, but that's really not going to make a big difference. So if, I think if you're a good student, if you learn the material well, you got good grades, you are passionate about the depth portion that you're going to take, because I think that's that's... 70% of the exam is mostly just the depth portion, um, just counting questions in the morning. I think you're going to be in a great position to take this exam. Obviously, you need to put in the work, you need to study the two to 300 hours, get into the exam, understanding what the exam entails and how to take it. 
if on the other side you maybe graduate as a civil engineer, you don't really know which that portion you may take. I recommend you just go out and work for a few years, try to figure that out, get the experience. And then once that time comes to four years, maybe even more than that, there's really no rush to take the exam in the first place. You're going to be better prepared and you're going to have the, the best chance to pass the exam. Makes sense to me. So I like, I like your tips around that. Um, I kind of, I'm in the same line. So I feel, I feel the same way about that. Well, um, let's jump back to your course. So uh, it's, uh, it's probably early in its stages, but have you had some students go through it and what's their experience been like? Have you had any um, feedback around that and maybe touch on your own journey and creating it? Um, maybe something that you took away as you were making this thing. So any thoughts around that? Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't think I was ever going to really do something like this in the past. Uh, I put a lot of PE content out there just because I was at a podcast. I really enjoy sharing my my experience, this process. PE is a really, the PE exam is a really topic, a topic that's really popular within engineering. And it got some good attention. I think people really enjoy the type of content, advice, having you in the podcast. I had some people that failed the exam their experience uh, going through the process. And I think a lot of people really enjoy that content in the first place. Then I I release my PE notes uh, for the structural debt portion. And as of today, I think it's been downloaded over 800 times, which is incredible. There's a lot of people that really have taken the time to download it, enjoyed it. And, and I think I've, I've received a lot of good feedback from that. So then I decided to do a, a free PE course. And I have that out there. It's just a guide give you some resources, some exam tips. You helped me wrote, write one of the emails on, on your experience, your resources, and how to approach exam in the first place. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of that, that, um, that MVP, the minimal, minimal viable product to figure out if this was actually something that people were interested in. And that car, course got over 150 downloads to this day. So obviously really popular. I got a lot of feedback from that. So I took all that feedback, all the things that I was hearing from people listening to the podcast, or people that are listening to, to or reading the blogs and, and taking the exam, got all that information. And that's how I came out with this course, the tips, the strategies, and everything that I touch on that course. Um, as of today, there have been a couple of people that have read it through. They haven't like taken it and preparing for the exam. They're just some friends that are helping me kind of proofread it and, and making sure there's a lot of value in it. And I'm going to be opening the course in July 5th. I don't know when this episode is going to be coming out. But that's when it will actually be released to the public. Um, so gathering the feedback was from the free version. I implemented those uh, feedbacks and, and everything that I heard onto this course. And I think it's, it's amazing. There's a lot of great information there. That's great. Well, we're excited to help you out with it. Um, you know, definitely go check it out. Where can people go to check it out and find out more information about it? So they can go to luisfelipeduque.com slash PE guide and they'll, they'll direct them to the page with all the information, what the course has, the different modules, uh, what people have seen, have seen about the course. Um, obviously, we're going to give the listeners of this show a discount code of uh, 10% whenever they buy through that link. And um, you can go to, to the buying page uh, on that uh, website and apply code CEA for Civil Engineering Academy. And I'll give you automatically 10% off on the course. I'm, I'm just excited about this because it's something that I, I've been studying and learning for so long. So I'm excited to put everything together. And hopefully a lot of people are taking a lot of value from it. I love it. 
Well, we're excited for you. Thanks for jumping on. Share us your tips and and, uh, tools and resources on how to pass the PE exam. We're all about it here. That's what we are trying to help people with. And uh, we're excited to help people further their journey to become professional engineers. So thanks for taking the time, jumping on and sharing that with us. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. And again, people can reach out to me on social media or, you know, or through the website if they want to um, have access to the course, if they have questions about the course and um, anything related to engineering, I'm always happy to help people and coach them through the process. I love it. Thanks for doing this. We'll see you maybe on a future episode. Yeah, thank you. All right, bye. <laughs>